Tiki. Mom yeah. is a slut. Wait, what? <laughs> I want to hear you finish that version. Go right ahead. <laughs> my porn parody version of Welcome Back, Cotter. Welcome Back, Comer. <laughs> Welcome Back, Cotter. Uh, this Come. is a great start. This is M-Class Emails, everybody. We're doing this show now. Well, it's M-Class Email, singular, and it's never had an S. Do not ever say it had an S to me. I, I swear to God. I forgot that it never had an S. <laughs> On this show, we sit down with your email messages. We read them. We respond to them. We react to them. And, hey, one time we got free wine. <laughs> well, we haven't got it yet. No, it hasn't shown up yet, but tomorrow it'll be here. And maybe, I mean, when they're listening to it, it probably has come. It's The bottles are empty by the time they listen to it. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm going to drink the fuck out of these. <laughs> okay. So our first email of the evening uh-huh. is from Ensign Colin Fulmer of the USS Dallas. Oh, the Dallas, huh? <laughs> it is entitled Montgomery Scott pirate captain <laughs> what dearest trek boys hello long time fan first time correspondent hello i find myself at 4 a.m re-watching the season six episode four episode of tng called relics colloquially known as the one where scotty drinks that green yeah it gets greened up this episode is way more depressing than i remember it being especially having had watched uh, tos having had watch TOS since my first viewing of TNG. Okay. I'm going to guess that's supposed to be having not watched TOS since my first viewing of TNG. Okay, double got it. But perhaps the most depressing part is that Scotty rides off into the sunset without anyone fucking telling him Spock is alive, which you gracious Trek boys had previously addressed. Yeah. This got me thinking, and I had decided to submit for your consideration a pitch it or ditch it. Oh, my God. After departing the Enterprise, Scotty comes across Deep Space Nine and docks to see the sights. <laughs> While regaling O'Brien about his engineering exploits over a bottle of whiskey, he overhears Quark mentioning something about a derelict Constitution-class Federation vessel his cousin oh. Gala had dubiously acquired. I'm into this already. Over a few more drinks and haggling, Scotty finds himself locked in a high-stakes tongo match with the vessel as the top prize. <laughs> The match is down to Cousin Gala and Scotty, with half the station looking at the spectacle. Just as it seems Gala has the upper hand, suddenly a hand stretches out from the crowd, parting them to see Odo holding the sniveling Ferengi in a Bajoran wristlock, cards falling from his sleeve. Uh, he cheated! Odo declares the match over, and to the prize goes the victor, giving sly nod to the esteemed Captain Scott. Drinks are in the house. Damn, he's rich. He owns a ship. Later, we see Scotty and O'Brien looking out over the repair docks of Deep Space Nine at the Constitution-class ship undergoing a complete overhaul. Its new name reads the USS Bounty. Where will you go, O'Brien asks. Mm -hmm. Where I've never been before, says Scotty with a wistful sigh. Roll credits. Oh my god, yes. That's a much better send-off than just sending him out on a fucking shuttlecraft. Yeah, yeah, a shitty shuttlecraft to go live in his boring old folks' home. (laughs) I go to an old folks' home every weekend, let me tell you. It isn't awesome. Maybe he goes to the Nexus and lives there forever. Oh man, that would be better, wouldn't it? 
What do you Trek boys think? Sorry if it was too long-winded, but don't ask me how Scotty picked up Tongo so fast. That was going to be my question. Oh, he just knew it. He just knows it. He invented it, it turns <laughs> out. During an, a during the five-year mission, they landed on Ferenginar, and you just never know. Dude, I, lo- I love it. I'm into it. Uh, I'm going to pitch that for sure. That was the perfect length, too. That wasn't oh, long-winded yeah. at all. That wasn't long at all. That was a great length email. Yeah, sorry uh, for the yawn. I uh, I'm on I'm high on cold medicine. <laughs> I am sleepy as fuck, so it's fine. <laughs> Sincerely yours, Ensign Colin Fulmer of the USS Dallas. P.S. Here's hoping when I finally get some sleep, the click clacks don't saw my arm off. Uh they're gonna saw that shit off and like fucking sew it to your dick. Yeah, they don't know how butt. shit goes back together. They're like, where was this? I don't know. I lost the instruction manual. We'll just give him a bigger one of these third arms at the bottom. <laughs> give him a second third arm. Hey there, Trek boys. Here's an email free of charge. Writes Mirror Universe Jeff with a G. Wow. We're getting... Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> this I don't like this idea, but the, okay. This guy wrote in before. His name is Geoff. And I made fun of him because his name's not Jeff. Oh, I thought this was going to be, like, from you. No. Okay, <laughs> I don't like okay. that idea Now either, I just gave the them that idea, though, so yeah. that sucks. Don't do that. Yeah, all character writers out there, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, Josh, and I smell bad, and my farts are pee. <laughs> my name's Josh, and I smell good, because I'm Mirror Universe Josh, ah! and I'm the opposite. <laughs> See? There it is. I had a question about introducing Trek to friends. It seems mm-hmm. like everyone is very adverse to r- watching Trek because it's that nerd show, and people don't give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Have you guys had experience trying to introduce Trek or another show, but only got pushed back from your so-called friend? What are some good ways to ar- ease someone into the series? Um, TNG, <laughs> like season three. I think like there's always going to be a friend who's just never going to get into it. Like yeah. When I started yeah. M class, when I really started like talking about Star Trek a ton because like the floodgates had been opened, Josh just mm-hmm. whipped those fucking gates open and there was no stopping I, it. I dick slapped the door open <laughs> and the flood happened. That's what happened. Like pretty much all of my friends started watching Star Trek because of yeah. it. Except my friend Liam, who I did Rider Club Radio with, who still to this day just outright refuses to ever watch it. Yeah. And then well, you're always going to have that one friend who's not really your friend, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you should probably get rid of those people in your life who aren't into Star Trek. Yeah, if you're not into Star Trek, you're pretty much just the worst. You're dead to me. You're fucking dead to me. Liam like, will never hear this as well, so that's the best part. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Liam. Well, in that case, fuck off, Liam. Liam you're missing a great show. Butt. Eat out of my butt. Yeah, eat out of both of our butts. I just want, I just really want more people to talk Trek with, like those folks over at the Discord. You could become a member of <gasps> www.patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. I love a free ad. And overall, help us to get to a Star Trek future, please. Please and thank you. It really helps us out. Give us your hard earned money because we give you lots of stuff. Like uh, this show, which we record after midnight all the time. <laughs> yeah, like we were just talking about all how ridiculous the amount of stuff that's on. I think there's like almost 200 items, 200 yeah, posts. On that's the crazy. Discord. That's a lot of shit, man. There's like yeah. we do uh, 
another podcast called Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit. The last one we did was about fantasy, and uh-huh. I want to do one about sci-fi that's not just Star Trek. That'll yeah. probably be the next one we do. Fuck yeah. Um, we do a show called M Class Etc. where we talked about Galaxy Quest, and eventually we're probably going to end up talking about the Orville and mm-hmm. other Star Trek adjacent shit. Yep. Uh, we've done two commentary tracks for movies that you can pick up there as a patron. I think both they're avail- both available for $1 patrons now, even. Yeah. So we do uh, lots of stuff. and There's, uh, like, you know. a ton of art that you can get there for wallpapers. There's, like, access to the Discord. You can vote on what collections we watch on the show. Like, you can suggest us collections, even. Yeah. Like, every collection that's been somebody's name's collection has been... From you guys, yeah, which is great, because like I like en- I enjoy seeing what they want us to watch. Like I enjoy that. I do too. And they've only used their power for evil like once or twice, so that's good. Yeah. Well, I think I used my power for evil the most with the Satan's collection. The Satan's collection was a thing of beauty. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. I mean, I think it is, but you know. That was the perfect Halloween collection. The Satan's collection. I think I'm going to try and make sure we do a Halloween special every year from now on. Yeah, we should. Because I fucking love Halloween. Yeah, it's the best. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay. So, we do have a pitch it or ditch it here. Okay. From uh, Geff... Geoff, Goff, okay. Geoff says it's a TNG. Mm-hmm. The Enterprise fam detects a civilization that just discovered warp. Oh yeah, Josh, it's a first contact episode. All right, I'm in. Let's do it. Picard and crew beams down to congratulate the planet and discuss terms of joining the Federation. <laughs> Congratulations! Really? Right out the fucking gate, they give him a big check that says that <laughs> says a million space dollars. <laughs> Good job on your warp, everybody! And they clap. A space tiara. It's like the fucking end of Evangelion. Everybody's clapping. <laughs> Congratulations! I've I don't I've not seen it, so I'm laughing, but I don't know. That's fine. At least, it, I know one person out there got that. That's all that matters. I've seen all of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first thing they notice is this civilization looks shockingly similar to old Earth's Neanderthals. Huh. Picard inquires how they arrived at creating, warps, uh, creating warp, and the crew realizes that there are servants all around that appear to be homo sapiens. What? Yup, this planet never bred out Neanderthals and allowed them to become the dominant species who then enslaved the Homo sapiens. We were just talking about this. Servants. We're always talking about those Neanderthals, though. Yeah, we're a little obsessed with them. It's There used to be another species on Earth. There were several more. There were like six different yeah, kinds. Yeah, like, you there's, look at fantasy settings, it's all like, yeah. look at all these intelligent species. But there's those hobbits. Earth. They found those hobbits in, like, Indonesia. Those, like, little people. They're, like, three feet tall. That was a different species. That's wild. It's crazy. We just killed them all. Fuck you guys. Yeah. The the Neanderthal leaders use brute force, and they are also jacked as fuck and enslavement to keep the sapiens down. (laughs) Man, you know who plays the Neanderthal leader, too. It's that dude who's, who's like, the chasing alien from X-Files with, like, the messed up face. 
What's that one? I don't remember him. Shit, the dude who's like, he's got like the little like switchblade thing that you stab into the back of an alien's neck and it turns him into suds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he also guy. plays a Klingon. He's the Klingon who makes the joke about the lady wanting to fuck Riker. That's him, yes! Yeah. The super soldier guy. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking that about. That would for sure be him as the Neanderthal. Yeah, he's got that brow. That he, he, They don't even need makeup. He just looks like no, a Neanderthal. He's jacked as fuck, too, so yeah, he's, perfect. Yeah, he's probably like 70 years old right now. Now that I think of it, this is pretty similar to Planet of the Apes. There's mm-hmm. definitely a Star Trek times Planet of the Apes comic, isn't there? There probably. is. <laughs> uh, Picard must then deal with the moral issues of including a planet in the Federation that endorses slavery. It seems like a pretty easy issue that they just wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't also just like let you in right away. Sometimes it takes like hundreds of years. The leadership is also shocked and nervous that the Enterprise and the Federation is full of free people who look like they're slaves. Tension ensues. Whoa. <laughs> B-plot. Jordy falls in love with one of the scientists, and she shares that the scientists were planning a way to break free and escape the Neanderthal dictators. They Uh see joining the Federation as the best means of escape. C-plot. Worf meets with the planet's security team and finds that their ideals of violence, honor, and tradition mirror that of Klingons. He gets into a bare-knuckle boxing fight club and has a great time. I want that to be the whole episode. D-plot? (laughs) <laughs> Riker tries to seduce a Neanderthal? <laughs> Wait, why? Also, tries? Come on. Try- yeah, come on. Uh, E-plot, mean, Wesley gets mauled and eaten by a space bear. Pitch it. I'll pitch uh, the E-plot, the C-plot. <laughs> and the and, D-plot. <laughs> and the and the D-plot. But Wait, is the uh, D-plot the sex one? Yeah, Riker's seducing a Neanderthal. If we can see full P and V, I uh, yes, sure, cool, sure, just a ridiculously hairy V. Like it's like not even blurred; it's just hair. So it's just like, what are we? <laughs> the even sensors were like, do we blur this? <laughs> it's, it, it passes all the tests. It's fine. Um, I like 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 you said, it is a little similar to the Star Trek Planet of the Apes comic. Yeah. Um. The th- the things that we kind of pointed out, though, are, like, uh, they don't really just usually go to the, like, when people find, like, do warp, they don't just, like, go down there and go, congratulations! Yeah, it's, like, a whole process, and... Like, they have to study them ahead of yeah. time to see if they're ready. They would know, like, they would know, probably, right? Oh, yeah, like, there would be extensive study done yeah. before, and they would find out that they had slaves down there, and slaves, they would be like, no, they, thank they you. They just wouldn't, they just wouldn't. They wouldn't contact them. Probably. I feel like slavery is like a hard pass for the yeah, that's Federation. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big one. That's a big no-no. Uh, you do. I feel like that could be the story could be rewritten a little bit, and that like this uh, this society has warp now, mm-hmm. and the Federation just discovers that they have warp, and sure. also discovers with from their study that um, human beings, like Homo sapiens, are kept as slaves there. And they run into the, like, prime directive-style question of, like, right. do they step in and do something about this because they have discovered warp. Right, so it's, like, the opposite of what the problem normally is, but it's still a problem because they're still yeah. interfering. 
And maybe like, they're using warp to like send them to like the different planets in their system and like using them as like slaves there, like mining yeah. things. I mean, and like then, it could be that warp is literally like they can only do warp once. Yeah, like they it's just like, found right. It's just like yeah. Zephram Cochran accidentally breaking warp, you know? Right. And if like the Federation leaves them alone, then they could like become a slaver race. Right. Like the they Orion. could be like Orion syndicate. They could be gangsters, yeah. Yeah, that's great, and th- and now it makes warp like, like you could have a line. One of them, like Jordy, is like, I devoted my whole life to the study of this technology, and I never thought it could be used for evil like this, right? Like, or for, because yeah. like it's like now warp is like a transveyor of fucking like, it's like a slave ship. It's like Amistad, right? Like that that's, would be interesting. That's very interesting, actually. Like you really, like. You're really stretching like the prime directive at that right. point. Like you, you are directly interfering with a society that is not on a cosmic level yet. Right. Like, how do you? What's but the? They're, what's the they're right? They're just thing? on the cusp of it. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, I mean, they do. They have warps. So, like, I mean, you can't go in there and start like changing things around. But like, you can influence them by speaking to them. And there's nothing saying that you can't. Like, I mean, maybe this is the discussion that they have. Like. Like, there's nothing saying we can't, like, introduce ourselves to, like, the homo sapiens that, you know, helped invent this. Yeah, And say, hey, true. what's up? We're here. <laughs> if you really want to do, like, the standard Star Trek storyline out of it, you could have two members of the Star Trek, of, like, the Enterprise crew go down disguised. Right. As the homo sapiens. Right. And try to speak with them. I think you have to make them different aliens. It could be obvious, like... One of them is like one of them's more warlike, like Neanderthal, like what we think anyway. I don't really think Neanderthals were like warlike, but you know what I mean. No, like, I mean we were definitely more yeah, warlike. We than definitely they were. were, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, I think you just changed the uh, around a little bit so they're not like because like how would they have gotten there? You know, what I, I mean? like the basis of your story though. And no, I, yeah, I definitely it's cool. like yeah. the B plot with Jordy. And the yeah. C-plot with Worf is great, where he, like, he really gets into the society, and, like, he yeah. could be a... He could, like, not realize that the homo sapien-type people are, like, slaves, since he's in right. this... He's away from the crew. He's in this, like, fighting, like, society right. and everything, and, like, once he realizes, he has to, like, face the idea that he's been, like, aiding and abetting these people. Yeah. And then The Rock is there, too. Yeah, The Rock... He fights The Rock. And The Rock is only in the episode for about six minutes. Pitch it. <laughs> Double pitch it. Uh, thank you for that email, Geoff. Uh, he writes, keep on trekking. <laughs> keep on trekking. And signs it, Geoff with a G, junior anthropologist on the USS Monkey Business. <laughs> wow, they're running out of names. I like the USS Monkey Business. So many... Uh, named after Reginald Monkey Business. <laughs> Reginald Bell Monkey Business. Admiral of the High Seas. Our uh, next email comes from Jack Carpenter. That uh, who, fucking handsome dick. Who definitely... He was the one who came up with the sports collection, and I fucked that up for, like, half of it. So That's thanks okay. for the sports collection, Jack. He knows it, it was him. Every time you were like, I think... Jack came up with that, and I was like, nah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's too handsome for cr- more credit. He's too handsome, too ripped, too strong, can't deal yeah. with it. Yeah. He uh, he entitles his email, Dear Penthouse, Deets and Cleats. 
Oh, man. I don't know if he sent this to the right thing. Let's read hey, it anyway. Hey there, Trexters. It's me, Jack Carpenter, football boy. That's, yep, that's him. Per your request last episode, my wife and I played co-ed flag football together, and seeing as we're expecting twins in April, I can confirm that we've had sex at least once. <laughs> you got a twofer. End of email. Commander Jack Carpenter, USS Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jack just wanted us to know that he's fucked his wife. We like we can't we asked something about that in, in like the last episode where we were like I don't think anybody has ever played sports and then fucked each other like because we were talking about why don't football players just fuck. Oh, and then did we say, let's ask Jeff, or, or Jack, I keep saying Jeff, yeah, there's too many I think, J's. I think we did ask, we yeah. said, like, we should ask Jack about that. I forget, I forget, it was two weeks ago, I don't remember. Also, congrats on the twins, Yeah, dude. April kids, we're the best, man, I hope they're redheads. April jizz showers bring me flowers, I hear. Bring, yeah, that's how it goes, yeah. Look, congratulations on the twins. Thanks for the email, and thanks for uh, proving that love can blossom on the battlefield. Yeah, even the Fuck, soft. I fucked that up. No, you did. Love it. can bloom on the battlefield. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, Hideo Kojima. I was. I wasn't gonna correct you or anything. Our next email <laughs> is entitled "Hey, Hey." And it's uh, the body says, "Hey there." Okay. Hi. H- hugs. With a Z. No, just like uh, RP den- denotation. Hugs slash hugs. Uh, love you. Signed, Mister Buttle Butter Cuddles, mm-hmm. Chief Petty Officer of Warm Hugs aboard the SS Kitten Paws. Uh, how do I get that? job <laughs> how do i get assigned to the uss kitten paws uh, i guess you don't get court martialed four times and end up on a fucking satellite do you yeah i just can't i'm just like i don't listen good i don't like authority <laughs> i don't like paying attention to things that aren't perfect strangers what were you talking <laughs> our next email thanks for that email mr butter cuddles <laughs> uh-huh our next email is from yakub Yakub. And it is entitled, Damn, I'm gone for two episodes and you're already begging for this pole. And pole is capitalized because he's Polish. <laughs> is that like a double entendre? That's pretty clever if it is. And it is Re Bimber. Bimber, yeah, Bimber. In All email right, episode yeah. 50, Josh asked me for some Bimber. For those not in the know, Bimber is Polish moonshine. Yes. The most popular varieties are based on... Is this a fucking Tapon email? The most popular varieties are like based it. on plums or pears. Yummy. The proof varies from 100 to 140, so drinker beware. Yeah, drink 140 or be like, get out. <laughs> Give me it. Bimber. <laughs> I was going to say that making your own alcohol isn't very popular, but then I remembered I have a 5-liter jar of self-prepared quince fruit vodka in my kitchen. <laughs> I could probably make Trek branded Bimber, call it Andorian Ka, and make a billion dollars. Do it! I would buy some. <laughs> yeah, or get it to us for free, like with all the Star Trek alcohols. Yeah, everyone get. send us all your free Star Trek alcohols, please. Yeah. Even uh, your going blind juice. <laughs> sounds what Bimber is, honestly. Dude, I, I've not had it, but I want some. Speaking of drinking, I started watching Voyager. <laughs> 
That's amazing. What a fucking amazing segue. I, instant, I intended to say something positive about the show, but then Neelix and Kess kissed on screen. Oh, that's right. They're like a thing. Yeah, she's three years old, by the way. Yeah, but in like whatever the fuck. What is her species? A compen? Yeah, Ocompen. Yeah, they're like the shittiest Star Trek species. Yeah, like like the 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 Labrador of Star Trek. They live for nine years. <laughs> like fucking big dogs. You got a big dog? Oh, have fun for loving it for seven years, and it it's drops Kess. dead on you. That's Kess, and Neelix was like he never found another love after Kess because he can't date anybody three years or younger that aren't a Compen. <laughs> I'm a couple of episodes in. It's not too bad. My gripe so far is Neelix's kitchen should not have been a set. Yeah. How much money went into putting smoke in pots and fire on burners and other food-related props? I right. get it. They have to ration the replicator usage so they have a cook. Just right. have a mess hall set, and with the cooking happening off-screen in the background. Right, you don't have to see the cooking, right? Like, yeah. who? it doesn't... I agree. Neither They're- Ten Forward nor Quarks had any. Oh, I made myself think about the good old days. Go back to those shows, dude. <laughs> Yours fermenting, Ensign of Spirits, Yakub of the USS Liquid Courage. Thank you. I want I want to try some Bimber real bad. I am um like gonna, this is really what bothers you about Voyager. <laughs> they have the, a set the for set a kitchen for the cooking. Like yeah. the show sucks. What are you? <laughs> I mean, wait until he gets to like the bad parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the beginning of the show, there's, like, a lot of hope, right? You're like, oh, this isn't so bad. I, Some of I these find, characters are cool. I find the beginning of Voyager to be almost unwatchable. I hate it. I, I oh, can't yeah? stand the first, like, two... It sucks, man. Like, I hate it. I feel like when I, f- I f- recapture a little bit of that feeling when I first watched it where I thought it might not be shit. Yeah. Like, because they start out with all these cool concepts that they do nothing with. And when you first yeah. start, you're like, I can't wait to see what they do. Honestly, I just start at seven, uh, because... That's like season fucking, like, five or something. It's like four, three? It's not three. Is it four? It might be late four. Yeah, I just Because I was, like, halfway through season four on my last, like, when I tried to watch through it a couple years ago, and I just dropped it. I couldn't go any further. She hadn't shown up yet. I think I just, like, hate the beginning seasons, because I know where it's going, and it's a slog. And I'm like, this is stupid. I understand that. Yeah. It's, I guess there are a few more episodes that focus on Tuvok in those seasons, though. Uh, oh, uh, Neelix gets a girlfriend. It's Tuvix. Oh, yeah. Well, too bad about him, right? Tuvix, he loves himself. <laughs> it's too bad about Tuvix getting murdered because we wanted one good character and one bad character. You gotta, you gotta make some tough choices out in space, dude. Janeway was like, "Look, we've already got action figures, so yeah, we can't be making Tuvix." <laughs> they did though. They, there is a Tuvix figure. Oh, I, I, I want it. I'm gonna look it up. Our next email mm-hmm. is from Sam, and it is entitled "American Psycho." What? And he begins, "Hi, Trek boys. It's Hi. Sam Lynn." No, not that one. <laughs> I just started watching American Psycho and noticed when Patrick Bateman really gets going, he sounds and acts exactly like lore. 
You think uh-huh. Christian Bale studied all the lore episodes from TNG yes. to get into character? I 100% think that he watched TNG and lore was his inspiration. <laughs> no question about it. You think Christian Bale, fuck. I'd like to see the deep fake of American Psycho starring Data slash lore. With lore? Oh man, that'd be fun. I would love that. Deep fakes used for good for once. Uh, P.S. Josh, as a wiener scientist, why is Jock Itch not called Athlete's Cock? Uh, I think because cock can mean, like, rooster in, like, other languages. <laughs> so it would translate wrong. Yeah. I would call it Dick Itch myself, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, Dick Itch sounds a million times better. Dick Itch is, yeah. That's what I would call it. Jock Itch. Like, what, are we all wearing jock straps every day? No. Well, it's called a jock strap because you put your jock in it. Is jock an old word for dick? I'm not an entomologist. I'm a dick for some scientist. Reason, I always, when I think about jock, I always think dick and balls. A jock is the whole thing. Is your package? The package. The, we just call it package now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's even close to being real. I'm I don't not know. The wiener scientist. I don't know. I don't know where the words come from. I just use them to make wiener science observations. <laughs> Thanks for doing these fine podcasts. They are always a highlight of my week. Signed, Sam, Lieutenant Junior Grade in the Federation Wiener Science Academy. Fuck. Well, good luck on your, uh, on your dicks. Your D-I-Ks. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, departmental intramural test. Yeah. Yeah. Departmental intramural knowledges? Yeah. Your dicks. Your dicks. <laughs> He's following in your footsteps, man. That brings a little tear to your third eye, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that could be medical. I might need some penicillin, <laughs> which I'm allergic to, by the way. So, <laughs> good luck with that shit, buddy. Good, good thing they invented several hundred different antibiotics. Uh, thanks for that email, Sam. <laughs> Our next email is. Uh, from someone who didn't write a fucking name again. Thanks. Way to fucking go. <laughs> Thanks. I don't the know show. whether I'm allowed. I just don't know whether I'm allowed to say your name or not when you don't write a name. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just say that this is from John Cena. He what? Writes, you are being hailed by the USS Safety First. Oh, he does say his name. Okay. Greetings, Trek boys. It's me again, Acting First Officer Morphy of the USS Safety First. Okay. As is customary, Josh, if you could please give Jeff a kiss on the lips for me. I fucking wish I could, man. Go ahead. Um, let me use a little tongue here. Mm-hmm. A little higher. Mm-hmm. Half a body higher. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> is this Whoa. a jock? This dude's got technique. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writes, spelling out your name, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> he writes, thanks. The captain would greet you herself, but she's balls deep sent into a bag of nacho chips after something called a nagilum kidnapped the entire crew while I was studying the backs of my eyelids. <laughs> wait, wait okay, all right, I got it. I'm sure it's not a problem. Probably going to need another crew, though. Yeah. Ahem. Yeah, we'll it says do here it. we have a delivery for your satellite, so I'll go over the packing list just to be sure. Okay. Sounds 70 boring. units <laughs> non-replicated ice cream. <gasps> We're back! We're back, 
baby. We got our ice cream back. We got one. We got some ice cream. Not sure why you specified that, but okay. Pretty sure they use replicated cows for the cream anyway. Also, what? I ate one. It was Klingon mint chip. They're I replicating not. cows now? Yeah, how the fuck do they do that, buddy? What the fuck? Why would you need to replicate a cow? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. They make it with replicated milk, maybe. <laughs> yeah, not... Whatever. You know what? He's delivering us ice cream. Let's let him finish. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> also, uh, that Klingon mint chip is Sounds to die good. For. Oh, if it's like Ractagino chip. Oh, fucking god! I just dude. got so hungry for that thing that doesn't even exist. I mean, you it ever, does because we're in Star Trek land. You ever had that Klingon Targ blood flavor? Oh no, that sounds Dope good. As fuck. Very irony. <laughs> It's um, full of irony, or it's various just dune buggy parts. Pretty sure you don't need that on a satellite, considering it would be a breach of protocol to spend your time dune bugging on the surface. That must be a mistake, but we'll take them and give them to whoever they belong yeah, to. Yeah, it's for it's for charity. It's for yeah. it's for Greenpeace. Shut up. I'm Stop making. Asking. I'm into sculptures now, so one visual guide to that good Federation dick. What? Oh, <laughs> that one's for science. Good read. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, of course, visual guide to that good Federation dick, volume thirty-six. Oh, I, I have the big, the big book of Fed dicks. That's what I. That's what I. It's got every Federation dick kind in it. I wrote it. Well, I edited it. I didn't write you it. Edited it. That's <laughs> why you got court martialed the first time. It had the dicks of all the admirals in it. Yeah, I, and they were like, "How did you get this?" Even Admiral Small PP. <laughs> I guess we probably should have known that about him ahead of time, right? Yeah, With that name? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's in the name. One reminder that Earth artist Jeff Pennington has cool shirts and stuff <gasps> at a store called http colon slash slash teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff shirts. Is it going to be cool to say the whole link again soon? Uh, it's cool right now. I just oh, did it. Cool. Well, yeah, go do that and buy the shirts. They're awesome. At teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff shirts. You can also find the link on my website at jeffpennington.art. Specific. Uh, not sure what that means, but hopefully they accept Latinum. Hopefully. One sticky note that reads, don't read this on open channels. We don't want a double court martial. No, don't read it. Don't fucking read it. Oh, uh, oh no. I, uh... Sorry, you're breaking up. Sorry, boys. Crackle, crackle. Oh Just be that damn Nagilum again. Crackle, crackle, bloop, bleep, bloop. That damn Nagilum again. <laughs> Acting first officer Morphe out. Fuck, I can't believe you read about all that ice cream and dune buggy parts. Now we're they know what we're doing. Now they're going to know about our dune buggying. Fuck. You know, you you think that like after several years of dune buggying, you get fucking tired of it, but it just gets better. No, dune buggying is forever fun. It never gets boring. <laughs> it's always best when you got a big cone of fucking ice cream and you're just yeah. dune buggying around everywhere. Oh fuck yeah! I don't even People mind are that. Shooting it gets... at you with machine guns and you don't even know why. Yeah, that's half the fun, dude. That's <laughs> dune buggying. That's how you do it. Uh, thanks for getting us fucking court-martialed again. Yeah, but also thanks for the ice cream. Yeah, it's true. Hopefully that's down in the fucking, the ice cream bay. <laughs> uh, docking bay I for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
uh, we'll put it next to the free wine we're supposed to be getting tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yum. I guess that happened in the fiction too. Really, I'm not keeping track of this fiction real well, so it doesn't matter. Well, we got some Chateau Picard from the wine, his vineyard. His wine. His vineyard. <laughs> Wineyard, right? That's why they call it that. A wineyard. Our next email is from Phantom Thief Goofus. Love that Goofus. And it is entitled AAAB. All admirals are bastards. Dude, fuck yeah. What is that, like, that <laughs> cop thing? What is that thing? Yeah. ACAB. All A- cops are bastards. Yeah, yeah. I love ACAB. <laughs> Ahoy, track boys. It's your favorite space ace, Phantom Thief Goofus. Hi. Sorry I haven't written in a while. I've taken on a lot of creative projects in order to fill the time void that is my life. Well, that's life for you. <laughs> Pathfinder setting, making, game development, and even short stories at reddit.com slash r slash fantastical fictionary. That sounds familiar. Oh, I've heard of this. I've also finally joined the Discord, so if any of you want to meet a cool space criminal, you can join for only $1 <laughs> a month. At patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Thanks. Thanks for that sweet ad. He didn't put the link in, but I I knew where it went. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, seriously. What the fuck is up with admirals? Why are they all like that? They're just My dad. That guy from Star Trek The Motion Picture. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that those guys from TNG were assholes before the space worms got them. (laughs) Do you just lose your rebellious edge when you sit behind a desk? Yeah, your job just sucks. Because, like, you don't get a ship unless you, like, requisition one and say, put my flag on this ship. But it's not, like, your ship, right? Yeah, I mean, you can go to a ship and be like, hey, Decker, get the fuck out of my chair, yeah. right? Like, that's that That's happens. a thing, for sure. But it's not your ship forever. You're not lo- you're no longer the captain. You don't get to explore and have fun and do fun missions. Yeah, admirals tend to be, like, idiots, assholes, or, like, genuinely corrupt. Evil, corrupt fucks who get their faces stretched. <laughs> yeah, when he he did try to do the right thing and got his face stretched, yeah, though, to be honest. He's if he like, hadn't have done that, he would have had a normal non-stretch face. Yeah, 11th hour saving his soul, I guess. But, uh, yeah, all admirals are bastards. You're right. Yeah, your job just, you're just a, like a, like a fucking administrator of, like, the boring shit of the, like, life at that point, right? Like, do this, do that. Don't steal ship. Don't break the prime directive. You're just like a like a dad who's just like you're overworked. You're nanny. Yeah, you're nannying the rest of the federation. Yeah, there's Sucks. only one good admiral, and that's Admiral Kirk, and that's because he keeps just forcing himself to be a captain. Yeah, he's not even a, like a good admiral, really. He's just like I'm a captain, just of admiral rank. <laughs> like yeah, I'm not... Admiral Captain. Yeah, Admiral Captain Kirk. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that made me drop out of the academy. That and the dean was a huge prick. Double secret probation isn't even a thing, dude. Oh, man. Robot house. Greetings <laughs> from the Wings of Rebellion. Signed, Phantom Thief Goofus, captain and founder of Cool Crimes, Inc. And, of course, a ghost emoji. What a cool crime. Yeah. Uh, I didn't drop out of the academy because I'm not a bitch. How about that? I love the academy. I had so much fun studying for my dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun also studying some dicks. Hey, uh, name of classmate, want to come over and study some dicks? <laughs> uh, I was I was mostly blackout drunk, but I did get my diploma. Yeah, I remember. You were drunk. 
I was at the dicks, and they were like, you're not even in the science division. And, and I was like, I heard there was some good dicks here. <laughs> yeah. And I put my sunglasses on and slipped out. That guy knows how to party. That's what they all said. Uh, I was in the art program. Do you know Starfleet had that? <laughs> uh, I did. I mean, I assume they would have minors, right? They had the art program, and if you graduate, they just make you into a security officer. Makes what sense. What the fuck else are you going to do, right? That makes sense. You can hold, like, a phaser, right? You hold a phaser, you know how to modulate shields. If you can That's... hold a brush, you can hold a phaser. <laughs> Pretty much. They're like, look, you know how to modulate shields and upgrade weapons and yeah. shit, so you're security now. You're in. Yeah. Go class of 69, am I right? Fuck yeah, class of 2069, 2369, 20, 2369. Yeah, 2369. Yeah. You were so drunk canon, you forgot. I'll put yeah. that on the fucking wiki that nobody updates. 2369. <laughs> That's when we graduated. I graduated summa cum very louda. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that email, Phantom Thief. Goofus. I appreciate it. Bye. <laughs> And uh, our next email uh-huh. is from a very special source. This is, of course, Rich Masters, oh. Weaver of Tales, who you will see in next week's episode of M-Class Podcast and email, where we're going to be talking about In the Pale Moonlight. We have to adjust our star date for his crazy time. <laughs> yeah, he's on Ryza somewhere, yeah, I guess. Where it's, like, do- it's like noon all the time on Ryza. <laughs> It's five o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere. I think I guess he's on Ferenginar since he's in England. Yeah, Ferenginar would be <laughs> the closest weather to England. Not when I was there though. When I was there, it was like fucking hot as shit. Oh man! And they kept apologizing, and they were like, "Sorry, sorry about the weather." And I was like, "I don't." It's just like how it is where I'm from. This is yeah, exactly it's like this all the time. Yeah, this is exactly what it's like where I'm from. Uh, he writes, "Dearest J boys." Short one for me this evening. Only fair is next week I'll be sending the first part of a new series, which we'll have to wait and see what it is. You're going to be on the episode. That's ridiculous. So we got to read it with him on it? Is he going to read it? Is he? If he reads it, I will be enraptured. Let's just make him read it. That'll be great. <laughs> yeah. So a little fun experiment. If you were serving on each of the main ships slash stations, which of the crew do you think you might get along with best and worst? Kira. For example... <laughs> Redheads. Oh, because yeah? redheads, man. Are we you a you. religious leader of some sort? No, I just... Redheads, she's not going to want it. No, red. So. I mean... I mean... <laughs> I'm a bad boy, though. She loves religious leaders and goo men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, like, turn into a goo man, you know? Depending on the weather. Yeah, depending on... Never mind. <laughs> I, well, wait. What were you going to say, Josh? None of us know. None of us can figure that out. <laughs> that's, that's for when you're grown up. That's a grown-up situation. Uh, I hope I learn about that one day. Yeah, maybe. Um, for example, I think I'd probably have uh, no time whatsoever for Tom Paris, mainly yeah. due to his list of character defects and his assuming the name of Nicholas Locarno to try and cover up for that time he caused the death of a cadet. <laughs> I can't believe they couldn't just buy that name. No. They were it's like, I don't so want to pay that guy stupid. money. It's so dumb. Uh, I would uh, On Voyager, I would get along with Suter because I'd want to murder everybody. Jesus Christ, they put you in the cell right next to him. Put me in there with Suter. Uh, he actually thinks he would get on reasonably well with Tuvok. In, in fact, I think we'd become respected acquaintances. My fear would be like, I would be have to be friends with Neelix, and I would just want to die. 
What if they all called you Neelix too? I would jump out of an airlock. What if you or you had to hang out with Neelix and everybody was like, "Oh, it's Neelix and Neelix too." <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny at all. How dare you, everyone? Don't How say dare that. you? <laughs> Don't say, stop saying that to me. I'm never coming back to Voyager ever. <laughs> I'm going through the tiny wormhole that the Ferengi went through. I don't <laughs> yeah. care. I don't care if it rips me apart. Um, I wouldn't be on Voyager because I'm not stupid. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd be on... Of course I would want to be on the Enterprise D, right? Yeah, I would want to be friends with Will, but I mean... Oh, hell yeah. Like I think Riker and I would get along because we're, we're different enough that he wouldn't hate me immediately. <laughs> Yeah, we might be too similar, me and Riker, with all the getting fucked a ton. <laughs> of course, of course. I think I would get along... I feel like I would definitely get along with Jordy. Yeah. Like, Jordy's a nerd. I feel like we'd get along really well. Yeah, you could, Yeah, I think it would be hard not to get along with Jordy, right? Yeah, Jordy gets along with everybody. Yeah. Data, I'd just hang out with Data, because he's, like, oh, yeah. the best. I'd love to hang out with Data. Yeah. Like, really, I feel like I would get along really well with... Like Riker, and I feel like Picard wouldn't like me. I no. feel like Picard would not like me at all. Yeah, he wouldn't like me, so we're like the same. Like I, I'm too like lackadaisical. Like I'm too like lazy and yeah. jovial. Like I'm always cracking jokes, and Picard would be like, "This is no place for your juvenile antics." Yeah, unless something like funny happened, like I got like some hot chocolate and I was showing it to Jordy and I was like, I love hot chocolate. And I turned around and spilled it all over the captain. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh my God. And I tried to wipe it up and I was like, captain, let me get, let me take this uniform to the replicator that cleans things. So I guess just the replicator. <laughs> Isn't that what happened with, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. That's yes. a Barkley thing. Or no, the, the, girl. That, that three, the, the three, girl. the three booby girl from, uh, from total recall. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think Jordy I'd get along with. I'd love to get along with Riker. He's probably too cool for me. Probably wouldn't want to hang out. Yeah, he's so busy, too. Barkley. I, I feel like I've had so many friends who were just Barkley. Yeah. That that's a no-brainer. What yeah. about Deep Space Nine, Josh? Who do you think you would get along with on Deep Space Nine? I think Dax and I would get along well. Dax is more like a, hey, fuck I it. you... I think you and Dax would get along really yeah, well, actually. It'd be like a problem. <laughs> I think I'd have to be hanging out with O'Brien and uh, Bashir. I think oh, that would be that my that sounds fucking, like fun. I think that would be my niche to slide into, like, oh, yeah. going on buddy adventures with those two guys. Fighting in the war. <laughs> Being ace pilots yeah. together. And then you would die later that night by a Vulcan sniper guy. Of course. Well, that's how I always wanted to go, right? I died doing what I loved, getting shot by a Vulcan. With Again, a like, Odo wouldn't care for me because I'm always fucking being sarcastic and cracking jokes. Yeah. I yeah. Don't, Worf would not care for any of that shit, no matter what ship I'm on with him. No, he wouldn't. But he would appreciate the redheadedness, I think, because we're, like, angry inside. He wouldn't know that. He know that he shit would about see humans. It. He would see that shit. And me, I'd be like pissed off at some shit. He'd be like, mm, yes. And he'd want to eat. He would want to Gino. punch you. He would want to like trade punches. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I see you're a coward. That's what he'd say. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
I'd probably get along fairly well with Dax. Like, Akira yeah. is, like, a little too, like, religious. I don't think we'd get along all that well. Yeah, I don't know if I could handle all the, like, worshipping. <laughs> I would just be like, ugh. Okay, alright. Yep. It's festive day. What is the day? Uh, day of Remembrance or whatever. Day of Remembrance, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'd get along well with, like, Esri Dax as well. Because I've had a million friends. I would like hate Esri Dax. Well. I would hate her. Like, I've had a million, like, friends who were, like, complete, like, ditzy airhead types. I can't stand that shit. I cannot stand that shit. After Dax, Dax, after first, I'd be like, you suck. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, you remember fucking Jedzia Dax? She ruled. You're a shitty Dax. Fucking fuck you. That's Damn. what I was saying. Damn. And then, that's why She'd Warfare cry. liked me. He'd be like, good. <laughs> She'd cry. She yeah. would love that. He'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. That's all part of my plan to become friends with Worf. And then I'd find out that he fucks her, and I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? You're ruining your life! Dude, stop fucking that girl. She's dumb as shit. Remember your first one? She was a smart scientist. She liked everybody. This dude, one's a dingus. Quark would, like, constantly be trying to con my dumb ass. Yeah, we'd fall for it for the first few times. I feel like I would. I yeah. feel like he would trick me into a bunch of shit, and then I would just never trust him I'd again. be like, Stembolt? All right. How many? 5,000? <laughs> Rom and Lita I could hang out with. Uh, I feel like I could definitely hang out with Rom and Lita. Oh, uh, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jeffrey. Jeff. Don't call me that. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Lita. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're not going to be like... Yeah. <laughs> Rom might be into that. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I'll broach the subject lightly. Maybe Rom would be like, hey, you want to have uh, sex with my wife? <laughs> just into like that. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, why not? We're on the edge uh, of the nightmare zone. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Seriously, like Voyager though, right? Yeah, like, no, how no, the but... fuck... Who I the honestly, fuck would you get along with on Voyager? I honestly can't think of anybody I would want to get along with. It's the Seven. same thing Janeway would find me too, like, flippant. Yeah, Janeway's Tom too... Tom Paris is like a piece of shit. I don't want to hang out with him. It's Seven. I would just be like, you're so weird that you're the only normal one. That's all it would be. You're just so weird and Borg-like. Like, let's just... You want to hang out and, like, I don't know, do nothing? <laughs> and I she'd be I like, hang out with Tuvok. Yeah. I feel like Tuvok and I could hang out and play like Vulcan chess and yeah, do some martial arts together and Man. learn about Vulcan shit. I'd be a Volcaboo. We could just be extras. Like, here's our plan. Here's my plan for Voyager. Sure. We'd lay low. Don't don't make any friends. We'll just talk to each other. And then when they just like real life, just gotcha. like real life, right? Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> then when they invent the holodeck, that's Ireland. We just sneak in and never leave because they'll never notice. <laughs> sound like a good plan. Just live in that cool ass bar and play pool and drink. They leave it on day. all the time, so we'll just never leave. It'll be fine. They'll never know. We just dress up like Irishmen and yeah. hang out in the fucking. We bar are Irish, so fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Just every now and then go hey, dee, 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 and we'll dee, be dee, fine. Dee, leprechauns. Yeah, good. We're good. <laughs> That's a great plan. Thank you. Here's my plan if that doesn't work. We uh, open an airlock. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's a, that's the second good option. I feel like I could get along with like Tuvok and like 
Chakotay? Maybe Kim. I could hang out with Kim. He's so bland. Chakotay's like a dork, though. Yeah, Chakotay thinks he's way fucking cool. Yeah, than he is. and Kim that would get on my nerves so. Bad. I wouldn't want to sit with Harry at lunch because he's a nerd, and then all the thing everyone's gonna think I'm a nerd. Well, I am a nerd, so that's fine. No, but you're like a cool nerd. He's like a sucky nerd. He does play like the oboe or clarinet. Something. It's not clarinet. even oboe. Oboe is respectable. Clarinet can go fuck himself. <laughs> he plays the same instrument as fucking Squidward. Yeah. Oboe has two reeds. Clarinet is one. Fuck clarinet. Josh, did you play oboe? I played saxophone. Oh, uh, well, that's dope. Like, every song needs some saxophone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing beats like fucking listening to like um, the midnight song and then and like the break sack. happens and suddenly sax. there's some sax in it. Yeah, 80s sax, man. Holy shit. So good. Uh, did Enterprise, I guess you have to be friends with everybody or else fucking you're just going to kill yourself. You're yeah. on a tiny like carton of cigarettes full of people. <laughs> I want to be friends with Beazle Flocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Flocks I could be friends with, for sure. I'd be friends with Flocks, and then when his hot wife comes over and he wants to, like, you know, <laughs> like have people fuck his wife. We got, like, a wife-fucking thing going on tonight. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. I uh, feel like I would just... Well, I've, if I'm married in this situation, I'm going to have to respectfully say no, and he's going to be like, but why? It's a cultural exchange, Jeff. Expand. I'm not going to culturally exchange my wife. You I'm not humans wrong. are so prudish. Look, I'm not Rom, okay? Oh, uh, Jeff. <laughs> Would you like to fuck my wife? <laughs> sure, Rom. Um, yeah, I don't know. Enterprise, I, I get along with Flocks. I feel Everyone's like... Everyone's pretty cool, I, I think. I get along with most people. Archer, I could get along with. Like, Archer wouldn't yeah. mind that I'm so flippant. Reed, He's like the only... Reed would like be Like, him tough. and Kirk would both yeah. not mind me being so flippant. Yeah, they, they've seen... They're like, I like that moxie on my ship, right? Yeah. They like that shit, yeah. Like, on TOS, I could get along very well with, like, Kirk. Scotty. Scotty, Sulu. I would hang out with Bones, man. I want to chill oh, with yeah. Bones, dude. Bones is, like... He's got, like, a cabinet full of liquor yeah. in his fucking doctor's office. That's my kind of guy. She took everything but my bones. I'd love to hang out in the little, like, cafeteria room and, like, fucking jam out on some instruments with Uhura. Ah, uh, when they're doing that instrument shit and you're like, what in the hell is going on? She's just, like, Nichelle Nichols was like, hey, I can sing. Yeah. And they're like, we'll Do put it. you in. Yeah. And Spock's, like, into it. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Is this a loving? What is this? <laughs> it's the correct time period yeah. in television production for that. Fucking but then stupid. they have an episode a little later about a hippie planet, and everybody's like, who are these degenerates? I bet they've marched against the war. <laughs> really, the only person aboard the TOS Enterprise that I wouldn't want to hang out with is Chekhov. I don't want to hear about what the fuck was invented in Russia. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, nobody cares about Russia. Get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. You guys really fucked it up for yourselves with this whole fucking America shit. You really really fucked it up, man. Like we were we were gonna be cool. Happened in TOS that we like by this this point we were in like the third eugenics war or some shit. Yeah, I guess like they're over it, right? But like I'm not (laughs) (laughs) I'm not over it. Uh a tribble. I'd be good friends with a tribble. A tribble. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. 
It's it's a great it's a really good question. I would want to be friends with like most of them, but not Voyager. There's a few I, I wouldn't want to hang out with on uh, Enterprise. Like I I think Hoshi would be she would get under my skin. Yeah, I could see that. She's like a know-it-all, and it's like kind of annoying. It does come across a little bit. Yeah, and like I feel that way about Reed as well, where he's yeah, no, like, I couldn't hang he's so stuck, like up his own ass. Yeah, he's such all a the time. He's a bro. He's just a bro, and it's like, all right, dude, calm down. We know you're the bombs guy. You know everything about blowing bombs up in your own yeah. face. You know, you know everything about almost dying from bombs. Um. Thanks for that email, though, Rich. That was a fun little thought experiment. Yeah, I liked it. I want to be friends with everybody. I want to be friends with Rich, and we'll have our chance next episode. Tune in to find out whether Josh and I turn out to like Rich or hate him. Yeah, it's a big big, uh, test for him. (laughs) If he comes on the show and we don't like him, it's going to be really awkward. It's going to be really hard not to (laughs) laugh at his crazy accent. Yeah, nobody on this show has a dumb accent. Oh, I got the eye from England. My name is Rich Mashes. That's what he sounds like. We don't have dumb accents anyway. No. Our next email is... <laughs> Stay tuned. Hey, uh, drink some water. Go to the, see the Eagles. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Our next email is from Poppy. Hey, Poppy. And it is entitled, Who Would Win? Okay. Who would win in a fight between Brandon Braga inside of a 50-foot-tall woman mech that he controls from the cockpit in the vagine? Sounds like he already won, Poppy. He, he won everything he ever won. Yep. You just If he's listening, you just sent him into a boner spiral. Uh, versus the world's biggest gynecologist. Like, the world's biggest in terms of, like... They're good at what they do. Like they're no, big... he's like an absolute unit. Oh, he's, he's huge. fucking huge. Who would win in a fight? Yeah, I mean the fifty foot woman is that's crazy strong. Yeah, it's a. Well, I mean this world's biggest gynecologist could remove him from the vagine cockpit. I don't know. Could he though? <laughs> How big are we talking here? Is he strapped is he like in? Eight foot? Yeah. Is he nine foot? Or are we talking this dude's fucking fifty foot tall? If he's equal size to the giant vagina woman, it's tough. It's a tough call. Look, Brandon Braga is literally in his zone. Yeah, he is not going to leave. You're not getting him out You can't be defeated anymore. This is a situation that we've worked against our whole lives to stop from happening. It's his final form, dude. (laughs) Humanity's done at this point. No one can stop a Braga in a vagina. Not even Gohan. It's Uh, shout out to Spivzy for the assist in thinking up an opponent for Bragatron 5000. <laughs> He's a real good dude. <laughs> Spivzy, not Bragatron. Uh, sincerely, your friendly neighborhood raccoon, Poppy. <laughs> raccoon! Um, they call them trash pandas, you know. Yeah. You know how in... Uh, did I ever tell you this? You know how in uh, Parks and Rec, how they always make fun of uh, Pawnee for having raccoons? Yeah. In my town, there's skunks like that. Oh my god, that's a hundred times worse. There's skunks everywhere. <laughs> I t- did I tell you I tried to pet one one time? How did that go for you? Uh, I realized it was a skunk. 
And I was like, whoa. I thought oh, you thought cat. it was like a cat. You yeah. didn't tell me this once. I was like fucking a legit like Pepe Le Pew scenario happened for me. Like you fucking like the skunk had its tail up and you like touched the tip of it and pulled it down and it I went, got Rrr. I got maybe like five, four or five feet from it and I was like, whoops. And I started to back Yikes. up. And I was like, time to go. Uh, there is, of course, an addendum to Poppy's email yeah. that has already kind of been covered, but um, she's, uh, she says, Hey guys, sorry to hit you with so many emails. I just thought of something else. Mm-hmm. Us nerds in the Discord have started a subreddit for writing prompts. Do it. We're doing one each week. Last week's was Wizards and Orbs. This week's is Sponsorships and Champions. <laughs> There's no rules, really. If you want to write fantasy or sci-fi or fantify, oh, do nice. it. Come write with us at r slash fantastical fictionary on Reddit if you're interested. Nice. All levels of skill are welcome, so please don't hold back if you want to participate. We're an inclusive bunch, and I think the Trek boys would vouch for us. There you go. Signed, Poppy, first level laser mancer. <laughs> How do you a get... great class. Man, I want to be a laser mancer. What's your class, Josh? Like in fantasy? Yeah, what's fantasy Josh's class? Wizard, like mage. Wizard, mage? I'm the guy from uh, the Skyrim loading screen. Oh, yeah, you are. That's <laughs> me, man. The, wait. Which one? The the wizard who has the hood on. Oh, the graybeard. Yeah, Skyrim. Yeah, I was thinking that you kind of look like the dark elf, like the dude who's in the Brotherhood. Oh, that's awesome! I, w- I would love look, to be like a dark if you elf. had like a a tall, a high ponytail and dark, like black hair and beard, you'd be that guy. Or like red eyes, which I do have. I just wear contacts because you know. You don't want be people knowing how dope you really are. Gotta hide the evil, man. <laughs> I, I hide the evil deep down in my heart. Yeah, I bury it with like, <laughs> like, like a hat, a hob. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a hobbit. Hobbits. No. <laughs> Uh, hobbies, hobbies, hobbies. Okay, like you know. Okay. Well, Josh is a wizard. Everybody knows now. Just use some magic. Just then, you didn't see it though. Uh, it's not a visual medium. So. No, it doesn't work that great. I just conjured like another ginger ale. <laughs> I think we've we've talked about this before, and I mentioned I'd be a warrior. Yeah, I'd be like a sword and shield, like cutting through dragons, ass warrior. Yeah, I. I would like to be, like, a battle mage, maybe have a sword and a staff. That would be cool. Hey, Gandalf did it. Yeah, he did it. He's got he's got cool shit. Got Glamdring. Mm-hmm. The Foe Hammer. He found it in a cave. It's my favorite part of the book. Yeah, they find some dope swords in a cave. They're like, where'd this come from? Who knows? Oh, well. I guess cool the, swords. I guess the trolls took him, I guess. I don't know. Um, let's take a look at another email. I'm and drinking ginger ale. it is from... Jason, who writes... Hi. It's entitled Trek Boys Origins. Oh, boy. And it begins, Hey, Trek Boys. Hi. It's been a while since I last emailed you guys, so I figured now is as good a time as any. Uh-huh. I've been reminiscing about the past, and I was wondering, what is your earliest memory of Star Trek? Oh, man. I think I talked about how I would watch it on Saturday afternoon. Probably, like... Seven. Uh, it was before we moved because I used to live in a different place. It was before we moved, so I was probably like six, five or six. And I remember just being on on Saturday afternoon. It was like we didn't have cable in my house, so like it was one of the only things I could like like. I was like, oh, a show that's cool, that's not mad in a row. Yeah, 
Like, it's not MASH or fucking, like, whatever the fuck was on in the 80s, you know? Yeah, MASH was on all day, every day. Oh, my God. So. Or, like, Cheers. Ugh. Yeah, they played a lot of Cheers. Lots of Cheers. That's probably my... It was TNG, probably then. I think... Some channel, some local channel, played Star Trek, like, late at night, like, TOS. Yeah. And all the episodes were out of order, and I think the very first Star Trek thing was, like, one of the monster episodes where, like, somebody's in a costume. Right. And um, it, like, slapped someone, or it hit somebody, and, like, I was afraid, because I was, like, tiny. You were really little. I was like, You're, what, are you, what are you watching? Yeah. And, like, my mom was like, oh, it's Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this show sucks. Damn, dude. Because that's what I said when stuff scared me when I was little, because I didn't want people to know I was scared. Yeah, you just had to knock so it down like, a this peg. this sucks. Yeah. And I went in my room. And then, like, it was on TV the next night, and I sat and watched it, and it was, like, a regular TOS episode. You faced episode. your fears, dude. And I was like, this is fun. This is a fun show. Yeah. And my mom was like, I thought you said it sucked. <laughs> Go to your I room. Was like, I, I was like, I never said that. <laughs> I don't remember that. When did that happen? Turn it up. Because I, I was apparently a liar. Yeah. All kids are liars, dude. I think that's my. I think that's my earliest memory. That's a Star Trek. That's a fun memory. Mine's mine's a boring memory of just sitting alone watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mostly just did that as a kid because yeah. nobody liked me. Well, nobody like wanted to raise me, so like they just were like, "Let the yeah, TV." I had a little bit it. of that too. It was a lot of like TV will raise. Yeah, he's fine in front of the box, the warm box of heat. <laughs> Jason says, "I remember catching a few." bits and pieces of TNG when I was very little, but I didn't really start getting into it until I started visiting my grandma in Florida, who had Deep Space Nine on every week. Oh, that's when I got hooked. Nice. That's awesome. He asked, was it love at first trek for you boys, or did it take a few episodes to cement your love of the Final Frontier? I don't remember like n- ever not liking it, but I also just don't remember like ever consciously switching on and being like, I like this. I just did like it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's mostly how I was. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I thought the show was fun, as little me said. Right. And I guess it did take one episode for me to get into it, since I thought the first one was too scary for we, me. We saw the reenactment. We remember what you said. You said it sucked. <laughs> no. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> Go to your room. Oh. <laughs> That's all for now. Thanks for all the great podcasts and for everything else you do for your fans. Keep on trekking. Signed, Jason, Chief Sauce Dipper <laughs> on the USS Chicken Nuggets. Oh, my God. I want that now. Fuck you, I Jason. I want some chicken nuggets really God bad, damn Jason. it. I will fucking kill someone's mom for some chicken nuggets. You know what? I think we have time for one. Uh, maybe we have time for a couple more. Do one more. <laughs> we're, we're, we're having an okay time. I'm ready to hop into another email. It's from Paul Grosso. Okay. That sounds familiar. And it's entitled, Hey, it's an email. It is? And he writes, Was poppin' Trek, boys? Oh, it's like that commercial from the 90s. (laughs) What commercial was that? Was up? (laughs) Mm. Remember that? Remember the frogs, too? I remember Bud. Yeah. Wise. That was a Super Bowl commercial. I remember that. Yeah, we're going to get sued now that I did that. Did you know that Miller is not going to be Miller anymore? What's it going to be? I guess I guess Molson Coors owns Miller. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess because Miller is like a shitty beer, because it is, and it's mm-hmm. associated with like shittiness, they're going to just change it. Do you know what it's going to be called? Molson Coors. That sounds disgusting. Or something. I don't... I mean, but, like, it's still going to be awful. It's still Miller. Like, they're not changing the they're, beer. They're trying to trick the the beer drinking yeah. audience. They're trying to, like, trick the customer base. They're just going to buy... shitty beer. They're just going to buy that beer for beer pong, and now it's going to just... That's going to be the beer pong beer now. Like, whatever you name it. It's not going to make the beer better. Like, what they're banking on is that a bunch of people at the store are going to be like, oh, what's this type of beer? I'll try it. Right. Which is a terrible, terrible marketing. And they're going to be like, oh, it's Miller Lite, the shittiest oh, this beer. Sucks dick. It's literally piss that came out of someone's dick already. Well, here's the thing is, like, people buy Miller Lite because it's, like, name recognition. Like, or otherwise they would buy a, a cheaper, shittier beer that tastes a little like bit Maddie better, right? Ice. <laughs> but, like, they buy Miller because of the name recognition. Right. Now they don't even have now that. Now they don't have that, right. We got off on that tangent. Anyway. Um, it's been a hot minute since I sent you esteemed gentleman an email, so I figured I'd shoot one off. First off, how the heck are you? Tired. <laughs> yeah. A little sleepy. I was yawning again. I'm sorry. I'm I'm glad we caught you, you fucking I thought I had time. I was like, I got time for a squ- sneak a quick yawn in here. Ooh. And then, then he asked me a question I had to respond to. How the heck are you, Josh? Uh, I'm all right. I'm great. <laughs> See, that's true professionalism. Yeah. See, now uh, you, I yawned yeah, during that. I heard it. I mean, I heard it. So. <laughs> Josh covered for me like a true professional. I made like fart me, sounds. Who asked him a fucking question. He's not yawning. I hope your T-bones are juicy and your Coors Lights are as cold as the Colorado Rockies themselves. Weird. <laughs> Having said that, I had a question and figured I might pick your brains. Okay. I work as a 7th grade teacher, and one of my students is a pretty big fan of Star Trek. That's okay. cool. They're in 7th grade? Do they like good Star Trek or shitty Star Trek? Uh, I, I Hopefully the good ones. Ask them. <laughs> when there's downtime in my classroom, we sometimes talk Trek, and I've noticed sometimes other students give him flack for liking the show, saying things like, that, old sh- that show is so old and weird. Fail them. Fs. They get Fs. F, 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 you're all getting an F. You're all gonna repeat the seventh grade. <laughs> I've tried at points to drum up interest for the show with my students, or at the very least, encourage those that are fans of the show to not let others bring them down. What for does he teach? It. What do they teach? Um, I don't think he says. Because we could figure out a good one to show them. Uh, what do you think is the best way to spin Star Trek in a way that could get kids and more interested? Maybe this question is really dumb or doesn't make much sense, but I figured I'd ask anyway because, hey, why the hell not? That's not dumb. Thanks for it's taking great. time to read this, guys, and be sure to keep your pimp hand strong. Oh, your bud, yeah. Paul Grosso. My pimp hand is strong from writing Fs for these dumb <laughs> seventh grade freaks who don't like Star Trek. Bunch of dudes. Here's the thing. Stand up in front of the class and be, point to one of the kids who said they hate Star Trek and say... Do you like Star Trek? And uh-huh. if they say no, it sucks. Hold up their last paper and write an F on it directly in front of the entire class. Yeah, and then throw it in the garbage. You could have them all write a pitch it or ditch it about a Star Trek episode, <laughs> and then you pick up the next sheet and you point at that person and say, "Do you like Star Trek?" <laughs> you basically just like <laughs> murdering hostages in front of children, <laughs> but you're giving them Fs. You're just blackmailing them into liking Star Trek. Yeah. That'll make him like it. 
Everybody loves being blackmailed into things. Yeah, it's the best way to do, get somebody to do something. Josh is right, and I think Paul has mentioned on the Discord that he's an English teacher. Oh, then have I him write think. a short story set. It could just be space, right? It could just be... Yeah, um, tell him to write, like, a space story. Give him the characters' names. Like, pick a Star Trek series. Yeah. And give him, like, five characters' names. It'd be like, write... A, a little story, mm-hmm. right? Like a little like idea for a story, right? Where these characters go on an adventure, mm-hmm. and when they write them, you can like have them read them to the class, or you can read one or two to the class and be like, "Guys, this is exactly what Star Trek." Right? Is. Find ones that are sort of similar and be like, "This is Star yeah. Trek." Like this is Star Trek is fun adventures with these characters who you guys already wrote about. Yeah. And then say, and don't judge a book by its cover. And then slam, uh, uh, do like a cool, like, what happens in that, that Coolio movie? <laughs> a Gangster's Paradise movie. Do like, oh my God. do like a. You know, the funniest thing is I can't remember the name of the what movie. What the fuck is the name of that fucking movie? <laughs> uh, do like a cool rap like Michelle Pfeiffer does. Yeah, everybody fucking loves it when teachers rap. Yeah. It's everyone's favorite. rapping who are old. <laughs> Um. Yeah, you do that little exercise with them though. That like that might in like wet their appetites a little bit to be interested. And then like maybe you can be like, do you guys? Oh, here's the perfect fucking way, right? Mm-hmm. Be like, do you guys want to take a day off next week and watch an episode of Star Trek? Yeah, you could show them like a uh, I don't know. There's tons of uh, really good ones that you could show them. Yeah, just like a real fun one. Like maybe one of the ones that's a little bit more like action and humor. Yeah, a little less cerebral because they're a little young to understand that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like uh, show them. Oh, man, I don't know. There's mm, ooh, <laughs> you can show them the baseball you know one. Star Trek. You can show them the, the take me out to the hollow suite. How many of you guys like baseball? Yeah, give them. Yeah, I think you're right, Jeff. Like, say like we're gonna watch an episode and we're gonna have a free period. That'll make them like Star Trek real fucking oh, quick. Yeah. This is like a one-two punch. You do Josh's. Yeah. You do, like, give him the prompts and have him write a little Star Trek thing. And then you do mine. You have a day where you watch a Star Trek episode together. Yeah. And then at the end, you can, like, be like, uh, how close was your version of that character to the actual character? That's a good one. I like it. And you can give him a little bit of reading comprehension there. A little bit of comprehension study. Yeah. Make him think. I'm I'm so fucking smart. Get these kids mind off their vapes. <laughs> yeah, these kids don't be needing to think about vapes and Fortnite. Yeah. They need to think about Star Trek. Kids don't even like Fortnite anymore. Oh, uh, are we done? Thank God. Are we done? Seriously? Are we done with Fortnite now? Are we done? I think I think kids are past oh, at least fuck. high school kids are past Fortnite. All right, cool. Thank you. Great. Like seventh grade kids might still be into Fortnite. I don't yeah, know. my like my niece, my niece. I call her my. She's not really my like my real niece, but she kind of is. Like she likes like she's like sixth grade, and she's always liking weird kid stuff. Like I, my oldest niece is eighteen, so she hates everything that a kid would ever. Uh, that's like. cool. That's a good time. Um, she's uh, my like younger niece is like a teenager and she loves all of the fucking like cutesy girl shit yeah but she also loves playing minecraft poly pockets yeah they still got those probably sweet and my uh my nephew who's the youngest is like 
true gamer child. Like, he fucking plays video games all day, every day. Usually, like, shooters, because that's what little boys play. Yeah, shooters are, yeah. That's, yeah. That's fun. So, none of them are into Fortnite, which is good. <laughs> Fortnite, am I right? Oh, my God, dude. How are they ever going to come back no from that? No one's going to come back from that. It's it's airtight, dude. There's there's no comeback to fart. No. no. No one's ever going to fucking come back to that. I feel charitable, so we're going to do one last thing. <laughs> All right. Because so, most of these were actually really short. They were good, though. Yeah, which I super appreciate. Yeah. Like, the show doesn't have to be long or anything. Like, I like it when it's a shorter show. It's a little bit more compact. Yeah, like... Yeah, like a nice, like, compact car. <laughs> uh-huh. This episode brought okay. to you by the Toyota Prius. Do you want to I drive wish. a Prius? Go buy one, then. God. You're like a pitch man, Josh. I know. I was going to be on Mad Men, but I was too good. Yeah, you had, your penis was too big, so they couldn't have you on there. Yeah, well, you know how it, it goes. Ins- it wouldn't fit in the frame during full front. Insurance sure. policies and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone kept tripping over it. Yeah. Um, they had to tape it down like they do with the cords. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've never seen an episode of Mad Men. Oh, it's a great show. You should watch it. Is it? I'll watch it after. It's X-Files a it's a ride, Buffy man. It's a fucking ride, dude. Riverdale or something. Yeah, Riverdale. <laughs> I just stop watching garbage. Um, <laughs> Not that any other shows are garbage. Riverdale is Riverdale. delicious garbage. Riverdale is like a Big Mac. You're like, this is terrible, but I love it. Big Mac is Big Mac's the one with the extra bun in the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah. No thanks to that. <laughs> I'm not trying to get mediocre an extra piece of mediocre bread in there. It, it's necessary though. It's structural. It's a structural it's, bread. It's structural, and also like there's so much sauce on that bitch. Right. It's a load. Like, it's ba- got to go somewhere. It's a load bearing bread, dude. <laughs> you need it. I like to take a minute right here uh, to mention patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Do it. Well, patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Go there. Donate a dollar. We work hard, and we love doing this show, and we love your support. Yeah, the only way we can keep doing this show is if we keep making enough money to support the time and effort and pay the bills to keep the lights on to do it. I have a $10,000 a day Coke habit. Can't Coke, help you there Coca-Cola. yet. Coca-Cola. Hopefully we'll get there eventually. I love cherry Cokes. Yeah. <laughs> You're batting a thousand tonight, Josh. You think? <laughs> you think? Uh, for as low as a dollar a month, you can get this podcast a week early. A whole other podcast called Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit that we do every uh, so often, usually about every third episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, other projects that we do on the side, like commentary tracks, a podcast about Star Trek-related things, audio logs in-universe from this fiction we've created here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also want to take a minute to mention that if you haven't listened to it yet, maybe you skipped over it because you were like, what the fuck is this? Uh, we have a special crossover episode with the Space Kings for their Kickstarter, which is for sure over by the time you listen to this. Yeah, it's over like but now, I think. They made like 20-some thousand dollars, so I'm sure it's fine. I think. So I'm sure it's fine. But uh, you can listen to us, your favorite Trek boys, alongside uh, Hadley St. Clair, the DM from Season 2 of Pretend Friends. That's a good show. Play 
play a game of Space Kings DM'd by creator Kevin Cole and, of course, friend of the show, who's on all the time. Yeah, he's been on a few hundred times. <laughs> and you could see us play a Star Trek game of Space Kings, a, like a real-play RPG yeah. podcast of Star it's Trek. It's radical. And it's exactly what you expect it to be from the two of us. Radical and totally logical. <laughs> It's logical as fuck, it's radical as fuck, and it's 100% canon to the real Star Trek timeline. Yeah! It's it's in the canon now, they said. Brandon Braga decided. <laughs> after well, we read that one Poppy email. <laughs> yeah, we added a few, uh, a scene then or two that he likes, so. Uh... Just a heads up, there's no scenes about there climbing are, inside there a giant are. woman's I vagina. Lied. I lied about that. <laughs> if that's your fetish, I'm so sorry. Um, Somebody's fetish. My last email of the night is from Schlessel. Schlessel. Schlessel, who uh, writes, as everyone else did, long time no mail. Yeah, well, thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for coming back. Hey, Trek boys, huge fan of chocolate here. Yeah, who isn't? I recently... You shouldn't even be eating chocolate. I'm not a dog. I can eat it. It won't kill It'll me. It'll kill you if you eat a piece. It'll give me a headache, but it won't kill me. You'll poop out your innards. Nah, it doesn't do that. Thank God. I, I recently <laughs> came across the attached image, and it made me wonder how y'all felt about it. What is it? It's just... It's just the lady screaming and crying and pointing at the cat sitting at the table. I don't... So, okay, so what's that from? I don't understand that meme. I don't know either. It's just a meme. It's, is it just like someone made it and it's not from a thing? Like, what's the one picture from? I think it's just two pictures, like one from some fucking... Real Housewives uh, or some reality shit. ...reality yeah. show, and the other one's just a photo of a, a cat. cat sitting at a table. table. Um, it, it's Die Hard is a, is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Uh, I, I'm going to say no, it isn't. Um, like, a Christmas movie is, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> uh-huh. The topic of the movie is Christmas. It's not just yeah, set not during not set Christmas. during Christmas, I agree. Like, I love Die Hard. You can watch it during Christmas a million times over, but, like... Right. The joke that everyone does, like, Die Hard's my favorite Christmas yeah, it's movie. Played like, out. Yeah, it's You realize people have been doing that for, like, 25 years? Yeah, it's it really started in the... <laughs> we could do, like, a... Like a, a, a documentary. When did people start saying Die Hard was a Christmas movie? Like 2008, probably, right? I'd say it was earlier. Maybe than five. That, I remember people saying that in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. And I, I graduated high school in 2005. All right. Fuck. So, like, it's been going on forever. Yeah, I'm sick of hearing about it. <laughs> like, um, I don't, like, I don't, I mean, it's not like. Like if you like to watch it at Christmas, that's fine. Like that's cool. Yeah, like it's a great movie. I love that movie. But I mean, um, I don't know. There's like a, a list of probably about like twenty jokes, quote unquote, that I'm like making air quotes around. Yeah. That uh, everyone says all the time, and I don't want to hear them anymore. Is that one of them? Yes. Is Fart Night one of them? I hope not. No, it's thank not. You. That one's still fresh. Fuck, fresh as a daisy. Fresh as a fart daisy. Um, he does have some backup questions. Okay. Next question. Boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. It's the best of both. Boxer briefs. Yes, it is the best of both. Worlds. You get the tightness, the snugness, and the comfort. 
Uh, I would for sure rather wear boxers than briefs, though. Yeah, I don't think I could go back to briefs anymore. The briefs are, like, a problem. They're not great. They're horrible. No, briefs are, like, straight up your ass. That shit is uncomfortable as fuck. But I don't like boxers, though, either, because, like... Having, they get twisted. Yeah, have two big, two, two big dick boys like us. You can't be wearing boxers, dude. No, you, you get like a cutoff point, yeah. and it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite color? Green. Blue. Is this like? Are you trying to find out like our like passwords to shit or something? <laughs> like, it's boxer briefs blue sixty nine. <laughs> Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. Green sixty nine. <laughs> Uh, what kind of music do you listen to most these days? Uh, I I don't know. I listen to a lot of shit. I've been super into Rico Nasty lately. Ooh, I don't know who that Rico is. Rico Nasty, she's awesome. Uh, I think you would like her, Jeff. I have to check her out. It's good. It's like legitimately great. Like I'm like, why isn't this being played anywhere? I've been <laughs> I've been listening to way way too much like modern. R&B and soul throwback music. Yeah. Like a shit ton. Like Duran Jones into in the inter interlopers or whatever. That sounds familiar. Like a lot of fucking like Mayor Hawthorne yeah. and like uh fucking shit. It's weird that like your brain just shuts down sometimes. Yeah, it's probably cuz we don't have food and stuff At in it. 1:38 a.m. Yeah, that may have something to do with it. <laughs> Um, just, just like a lot of like neo soul, like you know what I'll tell you I've been listening to sh- a shit ton lately hmm. is Sade. Really? I don't know why. That's like cool. I always, I've always smooth operator, loved smooth operator, fucking um, gr- the sweetest taboo yeah. is like a fucking jam. Yeah, you're listening like, to some fuck jams, dude. Hell yeah! Like Sade's got like. She might be, like, the best female vocalist ever. That's like, awesome. she's fucking amazing. Also, like, otherworldly beautiful, that woman yeah. is. Like, insanity. Yeah. You know if somebody was hot in the 80s, that's how hot they were. Like, they're super hot. Cause yeah, like, the video... Not a lot of hot her, people in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> the video of her in um, The Sweetest Taboo, she's wearing, like, a blue jean jacket yeah. and, like, mom jeans and shit. She's still... Gorgeous. I'm looking it up. It's wild. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, um, she's like, yeah. Anything good for binging on Netflix? Riverdale. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> uh, I watched the new Toys That Made Us. Oh, I haven't. I watched a few of those, but it just made Did me want. Power Rangers. One? No, I saw that there was that though, and I. That's why I don't want to watch it, because I want those toys. I never got them when I was a kid, so I want yeah. them. The Power Rangers one is really funny, because, like, it gets into, like, how Power Rangers was, like, a tokusatsu series right. first. And how, like, genius it was to just put yeah. American footage over the Japanese footage. Yeah, I watched a documentary about the fight crew that did the, the choreography for the American stuff for yeah. that show. I have not seen that documentary. I forget where I saw it, though. The guy, the guy who, like, was behind all that stuff was named Haim Saban. And, like, everybody who knows the backstory behind Power Rangers and everything, and mm-hmm. uh, Saban knows that he is, like, the most crooked motherfucker that has ever lived. Yeah. 
And they have him in the documentary, so they have, like, six layers of kid gloves right. when they're dealing with right. him. They're like... And then he came up with this great idea to work with uh, this new company, and it would make so much more profits. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, he fucked over the company he was working with and took all the rights right. from Right, yeah, he just, like, stole the shit from him, I know. So they really kid gloves it hard, because he's in the documentary. yeah. Because, like, at the end of the documentary, they're like, uh, Bandai has been making, like, Power Rangers toys since the first toy. Mm-hmm. And they've been making Super Sentai toys since the fucking 60s. Right. And the idea, the super smart idea is you just take the toys from Japan and sell them in America. Yeah, it's easy as fuck, right? Because it's the same shit, yeah. right? Yeah. And at the end of the thing, it was like, and it's all thanks to the long partnership between Saban and Bandai. Right. And then somebody comes on and says, they're no longer with Bandai. <laughs> and they did, they did like a deal with fucking like some giant corporate company to make like a bajillion more dollars. And they fucked over Bandai, who'd been with did. them since the beginning. Of course. But they word it in such a way that it's like a great thing. Right. It's like a new like, opportunity. Wow. Yeah, I know. I would suggest the toys that made us. That's a fun series. Yeah, I just want the toys. It's a it's a problem. I get like I turned into a child again because they're well, all. I get like toy fevered. Well, that's why sure. they made it because we're all old now, and they're like make the show about the toys that these idiots loved. You know. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six seven eight toys on my desk right now yeah <laughs> mine are in so the other I, room I so i can't problem. look at them <laughs> like i have that problem where it's, it's like such a slippery slope you're like i'll just get this one thing yeah it's a problem dude and i've mostly held myself back i think that's mostly all i've got besides like one or two other things yes yeah. but yeah man it is it is a slippery slope that's a, it's a great it's a great series though and um, I mean, I don't know what uh, uh, Watchmen. If you have HBO, watch Watchmen. It's good. Um, seen any good movies lately? Beastmaster two. <laughs> uh, what? I don't think I've seen anything new recently. I haven't either. Uh, yeah, Beastmaster two is probably the best movie I saw a month. <laughs> Maybe all year. And, uh, you know, just coincidentally, at patreon.com slash podcast for as low as a dollar, you can gain access to a commentary track we did about Beastmaster yeah, you can watch the movie syncs up, with us. It syncs up perfectly with the movie, and it's like, we're in your living room with you. Yeah. Watching the greatest movie ever made. Ever made. Done. Sold. Uh, some weather we've been having, huh? It's cold here. It's cold as fuck here. Especially, like... A uh, little part in the curtain. I have to turn my heat off to record in my apartment. Yeah, like mine's because all my vents are like unbelievably loud. It's pretty hot in here right now, but uh, I'm high as fuck on cold medicine. That might be it. <laughs> uh, what we do is like because my wife is here too, right? Like we have a little space. Your here, wife lives with you. <laughs> it's crazy, right? We like we, we crank the fucking heat up for an hour before we I do the podcast. Yeah, you crank it up. So it's like burning hot yeah. to begin with, and then it just Cools gets colder down. and colder and colder. It might be why emails are shorter lately. Because I'm like, I gotta turn that fucking heat. Yeah, back. you gotta get back to the heat, dude. <laughs> uh, he finishes up the email by say, "Have a good week, Trek boys. Spank long and butt spur." <laughs> <laughs> I I I like that. I like when they ask us questions that you know. Normal people don't usually ask us. Yeah, they're just fun little, yeah. like, 
questions about yeah. us. Like they want to know a little bit more about and us. And if you're it's stealing fun. all my passwords for stuff, uh, I didn't give you any of those answers. So <laughs> don't no, try my and... password. My password. Don't is tell them. Unfucking crackable. Oh, you have to type what it... uncrackable <laughs> and hit enter. Password spelled with a zero for the O. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they'll never, never get it. God, that's what it is in hackers, right? God, because it's swordfish is the ah uh, swordfish, my favorite, second best movie of all time, right after Beast, right Master after Beastmaster two. two. Yeah, you know what? That's probably a good time to call it. Watch swordfish. It's an hour and a half of good, good content <laughs> yeah. for you guys. Hell yeah. I'd like to thank Mr. Josh Henderson for being on this fun podcast with me. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, I love it. As always, you're my best friend. (laughs) Oh, I love you, Josh. (laughs) Let's kiss Um, again. (laughs) 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 Whoa! Uh, I like to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to this podcast. We wouldn't have a pod. I guess we would have a podcast without you, but it'd be like a lot sadder. <laughs> it'd be like super sad. Yeah, it would. <laughs> so we appreciate that and uh, double appreciation, not nay, triple appreciation Whoa. for our patrons. Whoa, who keep us on the air, keep us fed and clothed. Yeah, and housed. If it wasn't for you guys, uh, I I guess I would probably be dead. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for surviving us in this harsh, cold reality. If you would like to be one of those, the few, the proud, uh, the patrons, then you can head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you gain access to all the shit I've been saying the whole episode. Yeah, all of it. So many things. Beastmaster 2 commentaries. Motherfucking, you get the episodes a week early of emails. Uh, the Jeff and Josh shoot the shit, which we talk about whatever the fuck. Plus more. <laughs> Plus much, much more. I think there's somewhere between 150 and 200 posts. Yeah, it's crazy. Of content. And, like, most of that is, like, audio content mm-hmm. as well. Or, like, collection voting and shit. Yeah. Like, all the type of stuff that affects you guys greatly. Yeah, you get to vote. Who doesn't love that shit? Everybody loves voting. We won't please. We won't screw your vote over. We'll count it. Yeah, we're not Russia or anything. Yeah, we're not Russia or anything. <laughs> so, thanks again for tuning in and we'll be back in one week with even more M-class goodness. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.